Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. The Couple Next Door is presented today in part by Arid Cream Deodorant with Peristop and Mentholatum. Don't be half safe. Don't be half safe. If you've ever ruined a dress with perspiration stains, you might as well tear it up and throw it away. Well, here's a new vanishing cream deodorant that stops perspiration stains, stops odor. New Arid, now fortified with Peristop. You rub Arid in, rub perspiration out. Rub Arid in, rub odor out. Only a cream that penetrates deep into pores where perspiration starts can effectively stop perspiration stains, stop odor. Arid, used daily, stops perspiration stains, stops odor completely for 24 hours. Remember, nothing protects you like a cream, and no cream protects you like Arid, proved one and a half times as effective as all leading deodorants tested against perspiration and odor. Get Arid with Purse Stop today, only 43 cents plus tax. <laughs> No, he worked late at the office tonight, and he hasn't come in yet. Could I take a message? Oh, hold on. He just came in the back way, I think. Telephone, dear. Hold on, please. He'll be right here. Oh, by golly, it's getting cold out. Telephone. It's the police. Police? That's what the man said. Here, let me take your call. On the phone? Why would the police be phoning you? I don't know. Take it, will you? Give me the... I got it, I got it. Hello? Yeah, yes? Oh, hello, Joe. Yeah. No. Oh, for Pete's sake. When? Well, I'll be done. No, 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 I didn't see anybody. Huh? No. No, 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 I don't mind at all. Yeah, oh, okay, Joe, sure, bye. Who <laughs> say? You didn't know it was somebody you knew. You've lost a glove, there's only one here. Huh? Oh, oh, have I? Oh, that must have been what dropped. I had to walk down six flights of stairs that night. Watchman was asleep, apparently. I rang and rang for the elevator, and I stopped to tie my shoelace. I thought something dropped. Oh. Must have been my other glove. Is a good pigskin glove, Yeah, dear. that was Joe McDermott down at the police station. Oh. The jewelry store on the second floor of my office building was robbed tonight. What? Yeah, it seems the night watchman didn't hear a thing, and uh-huh. he said I was the only one he'd seen come into the building tonight. Well, they don't suspect you. Oh, no, no, no. Joe, Joe just wondered if I'd seen anybody suspicious hanging around. You know, he asked uh-huh. me to stop in at the station tomorrow and said he'd, you know, he'd like to talk to me. Oh, good heavens. <laughs> don't look so alarmed, really. I didn't do it. No, no, I know. But, but if you just told him you didn't see anything, what else could he possibly question you about? Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> Are cold or flu discomforts making you miserable? Combat them with mentholatum cold band tablets, potent new cold and flu tablets containing five medications widely prescribed by doctors, medications which help relieve many of your worst symptoms in just one day. Each mentholatum cold band tablet contains analgesics to soothe away body aches and headaches, antidepressant to offset that heavy wearying of a cold, antipyretics to help reduce fever, antihistamine to stop virus-spreading sneezes and to help open clogged nostrils, 
And each daily dose of mentholatum cold band tablets contains more than the recommended amount of the orange juice vitamin, vitamin C. Get mentholatum cold band tablets today, 98 cents. Your money back if cold band tablets don't help bring you fast relief. piece of cake for you oh, and a glass of milk to, before you go to bed, dear. Oh, fine, fine. Boy, am I sleepy, too. Aren't you having any? No, no, no. I couldn't eat a thing. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Well, it makes me nervous getting mixed up with the police. We are not, as you put it, mixed up with the police. Uh, don't you feel just a little bit funny that the jewelry store in your building was robbed tonight and right away they call you? <laughs> no. After all, I was down there tonight, and the police are just making a routine check, that's all. Yes, I suppose. I mean, I was up on the sixth floor in my office all evening. I wouldn't hear anything up there, you know, anything that happened on the second floor. But if the night watchman didn't see anybody but you... Oh, look, that guy's asleep half the time. Well, even so, if the burglar slipped into the building, that means just you and the night watchman and the burglar were alone in the building. Yeah. Huh. Why, the burglar may have been still there when you walked down the stairs and just hit around a corner or something. Well, he might have gotten nervous and even taken a shot at you. Yeah. Well, I'm here, so... How much was stolen? I don't know. I don't... Look, will you stop worrying about well, it? I'm not worrying. It's just that it seems kind of incriminating to have the night watchman say he didn't see anybody but you. No, not necessarily. I mean, the burglar could have gotten in some other way. What other way? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Ladder up to the window or something. That jewelry store faces the front of the building right on the main street. No burglar's going to put a ladder up there. Well, I don't know how he got in. Well, I'm just thinking. I suppose in a case like this, if you get involved, you sort of have to prove you didn't do it. Well, for Pete's sake, well, I don't you? think you did it, dear, nor would anyone who knew you. But innocent people have gone to jail. Look, why would I rob a jewelry store? You wouldn't, but do the police know that? Certainly. Certainly. Of course they do. You know this, this Joe something, this policeman who called? Yes, yes, of course. Known him for ages. Joe McDermott. Was he nice to you when he called? Yes. Well, yes. What's the matter? Well, I mean, come to think of it, he didn't act quite as friendly as usual. I mean, probably just being businesslike, you know. Oh. Dear, they won't think it's funny you wore gloves tonight, will they? Who won't think it's funny? The police. How would they know I wore gloves? Because you dropped one on the stairway, you said. Oh. Oh. Well, why would they think it's funny? I mean, most people wear gloves in the wintertime. But you don't. Most times you take them, but you don't wear them. Oh, well... Look, on just such things, a whole case can hinge sometimes. Witnesses getting up and swearing they never saw you with gloves on. Oh, and for you... the love of Michael, you read too many detective stories. And who do I know that would get up and, and, and... Only the other night over at the Kendall's, we talked about gloves. You said you never wore them, and both bo both Fred and Jack said that's true. That's true. They had never thought about it before, but they'd noticed you never wore gloves, even when it was freezing out. If one of them got called as a witness, that's what he'd have to say, dear. Look, now look, will you... I, 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 you would pick tonight to wear them. I was cleaning out my desk, and I found these brown pigskin gloves. I'm just bringing them home, really. Well, I'm only trying to point out that it is your word against the night watchman's. And he's never going to say that he was asleep. He'd lose his job. Oh, well, well... Isn't that I, true? Yes, yes, I, I suppose so, yes. Look, I, look, I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's just ridiculous. Can you imagine anyone seriously accusing me of robbing a jewelry store? No, but many a seemingly respectable citizen has turned out to be something else. 
And I suppose the police work on that principle. Well, I, I, my gosh, look, I can prove I worked all evening. Oh, how? Well, I was up in my office on the sixth floor. Anybody see you working up there? Well, no, no, I was alone. I mean, my secretary knew I was going to work tonight, and I phoned you from the office, remember? You could have phoned me from somewhere else. I was at the office. What are you trying to do? Well, the police will ask you these things. Look, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Give me another piece of cake, Pete's sake, me robbing anything. It's just ridiculous. Where would you go? Leavenworth? Oh, well, yeah, I suppose. I'm not going anywhere. Well, dear, you, you ought to think about what you'll be asked. You don't want to be nervous in front of the police. I'm not the slightest bit nervous. I do. Where's the cake? With the cake. Yeah, I'll get it, I'll get it. Time did you reach the office? About 7.30. Where'd you eat dinner? Coffee shop at the hotel. You reached the office at 7.30 and presumably you worked there all evening. Yes, not presumably at all. I worked there all evening. All right, but did anybody actually see you working in the office? Well, no, no. I mean, I guess nobody actually saw me there. Did anybody phone while you were there? Phone? No, no. What time did you leave the office? Well, I, I, about 11.30. Yes, yes, it, it was just 11.30 when I, I walked down the stairs because I recall looking at the clock on the bank, you know, out the window. And why did you walk down the stairs? Because the night watchman was asleep, apparently. I told you that. I rang and rang. Well, for he's the not going to say he was asleep. And the police may find it very strange that you walked down six flights. Look, why would anybody walk down six flights of stairs instead of taking an elevator if he didn't have to? If he wanted an excuse, he might. E excuse for what? Excuse for being on the second floor. Why do I need an excuse for being on the second floor? Because somebody robbed that jewelry store on the second floor. Oh, well, I didn't, and I don't need any excuses. Thank you very much. You don't? No. Then how do you account for the fact that your glove was lost on the second floor near the jewelry store door? What, I, what are you? What in Sam Hill are you talking about? I'm. You dropped your glove tonight. You said you stopped on your way down to tie your shoelace, and you think your glove dropped. Yes, yes, but a minute I didn't... ago you said you checked the time by the bank clock as you were coming down. Yes, yes, that's true. I, I, I looked out the window. I, I didn't know what time it was. My, my watch had stopped, and, and I. I'd forgotten to wind it, you, you see. You checked I, I it was... by the clock on the First National Bank. Yeah, yeah, First National Bank. Now, that's across the street, indicating that you couldn't see it from the stairway. You'd have had to walk down the hall to look out the window. Well, yes, I, I guess so. I, I don't remember. Didn't you? Yes, yes, I guess I did. And knowing you, you probably put your foot on the radiator there to tie your shoelace, and that is probably where you dropped your glove... And that window is right by the jewelry store entrance. Oh, for Pete's sakes. Didn't I, you? I, I don't remember. Didn't you? Yes, yes. All right, all right. I, I think I did. I, I, I don't see it proves anything. I stopped a minute to tie my shoelace. I mean, anybody might do the same thing. I, I, I was just... Now, just... just tell the jury in your own words exactly what happened. <clears throat> well, I left my office about 11.30 and I rang for the elevator. And when it didn't come... Look, just what are you trying to do? I want you to get your story straight when they question you tomorrow. Well, it's 11 o'clock. Let's get the local news on. Maybe they've already picked up the burglar. And if they haven't, darling, do try to calm down. You don't want to act guilty tomorrow. That's the worst thing. Yeah, yeah. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Every car on the highway is equipped with an unbelievably ingenious safety control feature. So long as that control is operating at full efficiency, there is practically no danger of an accident at all. Unfortunately, the control sometimes fails, and no way has yet been discovered to keep it from these periodic failures. The reason, of course, is that the one supreme safety control in any car is the driver. 
When you are driving, you are that control, spotting unexpected dangers in a split second of vision, reacting with a turn of the wheel or a foot on the brake. You are a safety control that thinks ahead, that refuses to pass on a curve or on a hill, and accepts as reasonable the legal speed limits. One moment of inattention, however, and you're out of commission as a control. And if you escape an accident, it's good luck, not good management. That kind of good luck never lasts very long, so keep your control in full operating efficiency all the time you're driving. Turn it up, will you? I can't hear a thing. We'll be taking up the city council meeting tomorrow. Well, the biggest news tonight is a $50,000 jewelry robbery. Bickle's Jewelry Store in the Tower Building was broken into late this evening, and the police are, as they say, hot on the trail. Oh, that's good. Now stop According to our there. news reporter, who was at the scene of the crime, the only clue so far seems to be a dark brown pigskin glove found in the hallway outside the entrance. Now for the weather. More snow tomorrow. Colder. Highest today, 28 degrees. Lowest this morning, 15. Oh. Now, don't worry. Look. We know how it happened. All you have to do is tell the truth of how your glove happened to be there. Maybe it'd be better not to mention it. Of course you're going to mention it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, my gosh, look at me. Look at me. Will you? The palms of my hands are just wet. I, I had nothing to do with this robbery. I know, darling. It just goes to show how you can get involved with something you had nothing to do with and then, then try to prove that you didn't. Well, now, I'm positive they'll believe you, oh, dear. Oh, sure, sure, of course. I mean, look, I'll, I'll tell the police everything tomorrow. It certainly gives me a fresh slant on how innocent people can get involved. Yes. Well, it's too bad your secretary wasn't with you this evening. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't, was she? <laughs> oh, no. No, for Pete's sake. <laughs> Come on, get some sleep, oh, Scarface. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch. Stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce, with John Lotus as the announcer, is produced by Walter Hart. This is Warren Sweeney inviting you to listen tomorrow to The Couple Next Door. Thank you.